The level of this lesson is advanced, and timestamps are provided in the show notes. The lessons offered at docmolly.com are solely for learning Spanish. They are not intended to teach medicine or provide medical advice. Hola, te doy la bienvenida a otra lección para miembros. This lesson is part of the Mental Health Emergencies module in our Spanish for Emergencies course. In this member lesson, we continue our review of the clinical dialogue Evaluating Suicidal Ideation. You will hear the psychologist ask about guns in the home, prior mental health problems, and drug and alcohol use. As we interpret the dialogue, we will cover the following. Using esto y eso to refer to ideas without a gender. Three ways to say to be hospitalized in Spanish and how to ask if someone is using drugs or alcohol in Spanish. We'll learn all that and much, much more. Each section will begin with an excerpt from the dialogue. Then we will break things down, reviewing the vocabulary and grammar as we practice interpreting each line from English to Spanish. Listos? Empecemos. No tengo ningún plan de hacerme daño. Tengo que vivir por mi hijo. Qué alivio escuchar esto, pero para estar más tranquila, quiero hacerte una pregunta. ¿Hay armas en casa? No, no las hay. What a relief. Qué alivio. Calm, peaceful. Tranquilo, tranquila. Using the adjective tranquila, how does she say for peace of mind? Para estar más tranquila. If she were a man, she would say para estar más tranquilo. A gun. Un arma. Ojo, arma is actually a feminine noun. But because it begins with a stressed a sound, we use the articles el and un before arma. El arma, un arma. So how would you say the guns? Las armas. Interpreta. What a relief to hear that. Qué alivio escuchar esto. It is very common to use esto when referring to something just mentioned. Qué alivio escuchar esto. However, if you said, Qué alivio escuchar eso, that works as well. And you can also use the verbs saber and oír here. Qué alivio saber esto. Qué alivio Oír esto. What a relief to hear that. So, esto y eso are neuter demonstrative pronouns that are used to refer to ideas without gender. Ahora, utilizando escuchar, interprétalo otra vez. What a relief to hear that. Qué alivio escuchar esto. But for peace of mind, pero para estar más tranquila, I want to ask you a question. 
quiero hacerte una pregunta. So, in order to say to ask a question, we use the verb hacer. Hacer una pregunta. Literally, to make a question. Interpreta. I want to ask you a question. Are there any guns at home? Quiero hacerte una pregunta. ¿Hay armas en casa? So we use the phrase en casa to say at home. Are there any guns at home? ¿Hay armas en casa? Ahora, interprétalo todo. What a relief to hear that. But for peace of mind, I want to ask you a question. Are there any guns at home? Qué alivio escuchar esto, pero para estar más tranquila, quiero hacerte una pregunta. ¿Hay armas en casa? Referring to armas, how did she answer? There are none. No las hay. So you can use this type of phrase when you want to refer to something just mentioned and say, no, there are none. For example, no busques problemas donde no los hay. Don't look for problems where there are none. Hay armas en casa, no las hay. And of course, you could also say, no hay ninguna. ¿Ha sido hospitalizada alguna vez por algún problema de salud mental? Sí, una vez después de dar a luz a mi hijo, tuve depresión postparto. Me hospitalizaron durante dos semanas. To be hospitalized. Ser or estar hospitalizado, hospitalizada. So, to emphasize the passive action of being hospitalized, you would say ser hospitalizado, ser hospitalizada. To emphasize the state or the result of the action, you would use estar hospitalizado, estar hospitalizada. The difference in meaning is very subtle, so don't sweat it. They both translate as to be hospitalized. Mental health problem. Problema de salud mental. Y problema es masculino, entonces es el problema de salud mental. To give birth. Dar a luz. Postpartum depression. La depresión postparto. Using Ser hospitalizada. Interpreta. Have you ever been hospitalized for a mental health problem? ¿Ha sido hospitalizada alguna vez por algún problema de salud mental? <laughs> 
So when we want to ask if something ever happened, we can use the phrase alguna vez. Ha sido hospitalizada alguna vez. And here, she used the verb ser. Also note how we use the preposition por to say the reason or el motivo for being hospitalized. Por algún problema de salud mental. Ahora, usando ser, interprétalo otra vez. Have you ever been hospitalized for a mental health problem? ¿Ha sido hospitalizada alguna vez por algún problema de salud mental? To which the patient responds, Yes, once, after I gave birth to my son. Sí, una vez después de dar a luz a mi hijo. I had postpartum depression. Tuve depresión postparto. And we use the preterite of tener here, tuve, as we're referring to this as a discrete event in the past. Ahora, interpreta, yes, once after I gave birth to my son, I had postpartum depression. Sí. Una vez después de dar a luz a mi hijo, tuve depresión postparto. They hospitalized me for two weeks. Me hospitalizaron durante dos semanas. So here I tried to make it obvious what construction I wanted you to use by saying they hospitalized me for two weeks. Me hospitalizaron durante dos semanas. You could also interpret this as, I was hospitalized for two weeks. So we have yet another way to say I was hospitalized. Estuve hospitalizada, fui hospitalizada, or me hospitalizaron. The last two, fui hospitalizada y me hospitalizaron, emphasize the passive action of being hospitalized. On the other hand, if you wanted to emphasize the state of being in the hospital, you would use estar hospitalizada, or if you're a man, estar hospitalizado. But all three translate as to be hospitalized, so don't sweat it. ¿Has tomado antidepresivos antes? Sí, pero dejé de tomarlos más o menos después de medio año. ¿Y te ayudó? Sí. En realidad, creo que sí me ayudó. Antidepressants. Los antidepresivos. Have you taken antidepressants before? ¿Has tomado antidepresivos antes? Interpreta. Yes, but I stopped taking them after a half a year. Sí, 
pero dejé de tomarlos después de medio año. So how did she say half a year? Medio año. Now listen to how she uses más o menos to make it more of an estimation. I stopped taking them about after a half a year. Pero dejé de tomarlos más o menos después de medio año. And we use dejar de más infinitivo to say to stop doing something. Interprétalo otra vez. Yes, but I stopped taking them after about a half a year. Sí, pero dejé de tomarlos más o menos después de medio año. And did it help you? ¿Y te ayudó? Yes, actually, I think it did help me. Sí, en realidad, creo que sí me ayudó. And here again, we see the use of en realidad to say actually. And she repeats sí, creo que sí me ayudó, to emphasize what she is saying. It did indeed help me. Creo que sí me ayudó. Interprétalo otra vez. Yes, actually, I think it did help me. Sí, en realidad, creo que sí me ayudó. ¿Últimamente has estado consumiendo drogas o alcohol? No, doctora, nada de eso. Simplemente me he sentido muy triste. ¿Y alguna vez en la vida has consumido drogas o alcohol? Sí, a veces tomo alcohol, pero únicamente en ocasiones especiales. No es algo habitual. To use drugs. Consumir drogas. And recall, drogas is usually understood as drogas ilícitas. To consume alcohol. Consumir alcohol. Do you remember the adjective she used to describe something that you do often or on a regular basis? Habitual. Interpreta, have you been using drugs or alcohol lately? ¿Últimamente has estado consumiendo drogas o alcohol? Y una vez más, have you been using drugs or alcohol lately? ¿Últimamente has estado consumiendo drogas o alcohol? No, doctor, nothing like that. No, doctora, nada de eso. And here we use eso to refer to the idea of using drugs. 
Nothing like that. Nothing of the sort. Nada de eso. And if you said nada de esto, that actually works here as well. I've just felt really sad. Simplemente me he sentido muy triste. So we use simplemente to say just, and we use the pronominal verb sentirse más el adjetivo triste to express how we feel. Interpretalo otra vez. I've just felt really sad. Simplemente me he sentido muy triste. Have you ever in your life consumed drugs or alcohol? ¿Alguna vez en la vida has consumido drogas o alcohol? So here again, we're using alguna vez to say ever. Interprétalo otra vez. Have you ever in your life consumed drugs or alcohol? ¿Alguna vez en la vida has consumido drogas o alcohol? Using tomar, interpreta, yes, I sometimes drink alcohol, but only on special occasions. A veces tomo alcohol, pero únicamente en ocasiones especiales. So she used the adverbs a veces to say sometimes and únicamente to say only. She could have also used solamente or simply solo to say only on special occasions. Interpretalo otra vez. Yes, I sometimes drink alcohol, but only on special occasions. A veces tomo alcohol, pero únicamente en ocasiones especiales. It's not a regular thing. No es algo habitual. Una vez más, it's not a regular thing. No es algo habitual. Y ya está. Now click on the link at the bottom of your show notes to take the quiz and reinforce what you just learned. When you pass a quiz, you earn a point, and you can redeem your points for Quizlet sets that review the Spanish we learn in our courses. Y muchísimas gracias por escuchar y por ser miembro. No podríamos hacer esto sin tu apoyo. Gracias de todo corazón. We'll be back next week to complete our review of the clinical dialogue Evaluating Suicidal Ideation in Spanish. Hasta la próxima!